G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Here's a reality check for Aussies who think every pastor around the world is well qualified. Well, our next guest says the biggest crisis facing the evangelical global church today is the fact that many pastors, missionaries and Christian leaders have no formal theological training. Studies show that over 90% of all pastors do not have a formal theological education. According to statistics, that equates to well over 2 million evangelical pastors worldwide. In addition, every year thousands of new churches are established, very often without a trained pastor or preacher. Dr. Ruben van Rensburg leads Reformer and has set a goal to fundamentally remedy this situation. Ruben van Rensburg is on the line with us from South Africa. Ruben, welcome to 2020. Thank you so much. Ruben, has the growth of the church around the world overtaken our ability to train pastors? Yes, very definitely. That statistic that you quoted actually came from research that was conducted by the Center for the Study of Global Christianity in 2016. And already since then, um, the numbers have increased dramatically in the non-formal sector. So, for example, uh, Dr. Thomas Schirmacher, the General Secretary of the WEA, says that there are 50,000 new believers baptized every day in the world. And if we were to take, say, 50 of those to plant a new church, it would mean that we would need 1,000 new pastors in the non-formal sector every day. In addition, the organization called the Global Alliance for Church Multiplication, GACX, around about 2016 set its goal of planting 5 million multiplying churches. And from what we can understand, by September last year, they had already planted over 2 million. And that means that a further 2 million, in addition to the research that was announced in 2016, um, have emerged. And my estimate is that we, we have something like 4 million pastors in the non-formal sector who do not have a formal qualification. So the need is massive. There is a dramatic shortfall in the number of qualified pastors, and you're trying to remedy that by providing free training for these pastors in developing nations. Give us an insight into how that works. So it's not training, and um, it's quite difficult to get one's head around the fact that this is not a Bible college or a a provider of curriculum. This is the organization that has set a global standard for non-formal ministry training. So it's not so much about how you get to the point where you can demonstrate the successful, you know, successfully demonstrate 35 outcomes, which are the ones that have been identified as that global standard, but it's the fact that you get there. So you can use whatever curricula you like as long as at the end of the process 
you can successfully demonstrate all 35 outcomes. Now, those outcomes arose from the fact that a team of people, when that research was announced in 2016, put their heads together to answer a simple question. What does a pastor need to be able to know, to do, and to be in order to be declared competent? And to each of those competencies, of which they listed 35, we attached one outcome. So there are 35 outcomes in the program, and if a person can successfully demonstrate those, then they are awarded a certificate which is underwritten by the World Evangelical Alliance. So this is the first time in in church history that we have a global standard for non-formal ministry training. Okay, that clarifies some things. So you're recognizing competency. It means that if you are a pastor in an isolated community in a developing nation and you've had some discipleship training, perhaps with someone who was an oversight, but there's no way you could ever get to a Bible college, you're actually able to provide, as you say, this first ever global standard for non-formal ministry training. So recognizing competency or pastors in the field. Yes, that is correct. And it's not only people who have a partial training. Um, there are many who have a good training, uh, have, a, have maybe a four-year non-formal ministry training program behind them. But unfortunately, in that field, there are no standards or there have not been any standards up until this point. So everybody just believes that what they're doing is good enough to ordain their pastors. We estimate that there are between 40,000 and 100,000 of these training programs around the world, and each one of them has a different standard. And that's amazing because if you want to be a, a professional in the medical field or engineering or something of that nature, you, A, you have to qualify, you have to meet a certain standard, and B, you have to register with somebody. But in ministry training, it's never been like that. So in many parts of the world, we have people who, without any training whatsoever, will suddenly open up a church, declare themselves to be pastors or prophets or super apostles or something of that nature. And um, the people who start attending those congregations will not ask the pastor, well, where did you study? What are your qualifications? Who are you registered with? they will simply assume that the person is qualified. And unfortunately, that has led to massive abuse in the church. So we have to do something about that. We have to create a standard which is global, where people around the world can say, okay, so if you have the reformer certificate underwritten by the WEA, we recognize that you are competent and therefore you can minister. So a great organization like the World Evangelical Alliance and uh, what you're describing here is like a remedy for abuse. Uh, So for those who want to set themselves up, put a shingle on the door and say that they're an expert in Bible, that's actually almost a corrupt way of running church. But you're giving, uh, as you say, this uh, standard for non-formal ministry training and so the people can feel safe when their pastor actually has this certification. Absolutely. 
Reuben, the world desperately needs Christian leaders who know the scriptures and can effectively serve the church. So this is one part of the puzzle that can be put together so that people can have confidence in those levels of leadership. Yes, and quite interestingly, it's not only for people in the non-formal sector as a test to see whether they are competent. My suspicion is that there are many people in the formal sector who also would benefit by doing the program because quite often the curricula that are established in the formal sector have to comply with certain accreditation standards. And so formal institutions find themselves in a difficult situation sometimes where they would like to include certain things, but because of the restrictions placed upon them by the accrediting authorities, they're not able to do everything they would like to do. In addition, then their testing of their students is often based on knowledge rather than on praxis. So this, this certificate in the non-formal sector tests whether a person is able to do something to demonstrate those competencies. And I suspect that there are people competencies effectively because of the fact that their knowledge is is head knowledge rather than on praxis knowledge. You're working across denominations with this recognition and important because uh, different denominations might teach different things, uh, but you're able to give this level of accreditation, this certification for leaders who meet what uh, a World Evangelical Alliance will see as the very good foundation that needs to be understood by leaders. Yes, that is correct. It's across denominations, but remember that many, many of the churches in the non-formal sector do not belong to any denomination. So in addition to the denominational divide, we've also got this huge uh, expanse, if you like, of of groups of people who just meet together on a Sunday and call themselves a church by a name that has no association with a denomination at all. A protection for the people. And uh, really, we're talking about here uh, the cost of $5 for a certificate. In your opinion here, Reuben, what's the value of that certificate being in the hands of that pastor? Does it increase confidence? Uh, Does it give some security? How does that sort of thing work with just having the certificate uh, for your competency? Yes, Yes, very much so. There are parts of the world where to have that certificate is very, very important um, to be able to demonstrate to the congregation that the pastor is competent. And more and more of these groups and independent movements are beginning to realize that it's critically important for them to be able to show their congregation that level of competence. So when we began to enroll groups into this program, which was September three years ago, um, we never imagined that we would have such a, a huge number of people enrolling in such a short space of time. So as we speak, we have 1,460 of these groups in 82 countries and already in 22 languages. Plus, we have an online program for individuals who don't want to be part of um, a group study situation. And we run that program every two months for four months. And we're getting about between 60 and 80 students in every cohort. So we have thousands and thousands of people who are beginning to uh, realize the importance of a, of a global standard. 
But it sounds like a huge number, and it is, but it's really just a drop in the ocean at this stage because of the huge um, need that there is and the great number of people who form part of the evangelical ministry movement in the non-formal sector. So a lot of work has to be done. Reuben, for people listening to our conversation today, people who are a part of a local church that supports a mission endeavour and often in developing nations around the world where you have someone who goes there with a qualification and they're there to raise up leaders. Is this a way that you can actually recognise those leaders that are raised up in mission contexts uh, to give that level of confidence and that ability for people to be released in their pastoral calling? Is this something that actually helps to facilitate that happening? Yes, very much so. Um, We've had fantastic report backs, and those who uh, visit our website will see some of those uh, testimonials from people not only in the non-formal sector, but in the formal sector as well, who testify to the fact that this um, has really transformed their ministry and has really set a a standard part of before. Well, with so many pastors around the world without any formal qualification, here is a solution. Uh, Let me point listeners to connecting with Dr. Ruben van Rensburg. He leads Reformer. Uh, They've set a goal to fundamentally remedy this situation. So many pastors around the world, as many as 2 million pastors worldwide, who don't have any formal qualification, an opportunity to bring some formality to that based on competency. Here's the website to connect with Ruben, re-forma.global. That's the name of the website, re-forma.global. Dr. Ruben van Rensburg leads Reforma. Ruben, thank you so much for taking some time to share this update with us today on 2020. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.